Now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Monday afternoon to you. And yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. Hopefully, things will go a little bit smoother than the opening. Unfortunately, I think we've picked up, Justin, where we left off on Friday when Transformers were blowing outside the window, scaring the you-know-what out of us. Woo! And uh, the end of the show was quite rocky, quite crazy. Yeah, we had a visit from Thor last Friday. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> or, I kind of felt like it was Jurassic Park outside the yeah, window. Yeah, they, some of that too. Yeah. And uh, Adam Johnson is in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio covering for Devlin today. Yes. And uh, he was telling us before the show when him and Pogue were coming back from Evansville, Indiana, mm-hmm. after the uh, OVC tournament, that they felt like on Friday they drove through a tornado. Yeah. And I said, well... I was thinking of what we experienced just sitting here in the studio. Yeah, I could see that. Things were a little crazy. Well, the area of Kentucky they were coming through is where the actual nuts. tornado. Madisonville. Yeah, hit. Uh, right there up 65, uh, close to the, the Penny Rile, the Bluegrass, the Bluegrass Parkway in that area um, of central and, and, and you know southern Kentucky there. So, um I mean, the, the thing was wild. The winds on Friday were just absolutely insane. Uh, I don't remember seeing anything like that. And I think I said it on the air Friday, and I meant it. It was almost like having a tornado without the actual storm. Yeah, without the sirens and yeah. chaos. Or the, or the dark outside. skies. Yeah. You know, it was just tornado force winds under clear blue sky. Yeah. Which that's is just weird. It. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But that's what was happening. 81 miles per hour, Darren, those were the top wind speeds that were whipping across Nashville on Friday. 81 miles per hour. Oh, I thought you were talking about the degrees today. No, it then, is warm today. Then that moved out, and we've got this, which yes. is... It's spring. Beautiful. All of a sudden. Yesterday was amazing. Today, amazing. Tomorrow will still be good, and then cold again. Yeah. Then we're getting cold. Colder. I should say colder. But you know who's been hot? Vanderbilt. Um, let's say, where are you going? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt basketball. They've and, been and, hot. And they've got new trophies in their case as well. They do. Yes. This afternoon, about an hour ago, some big announcements were made in regards to that. Coach Stackhouse. Jerry Stackhouse and Buzz Williams, Texas A&M's head coach, share the Coach of the Year honors. Wow. In the conference. Wow. Which... It's a little surprising, well, honestly. No, let's just be honest. It's a lot surprising. <laughs> like, Nate Oates, really? And, like, I get it. There's been all kinds. Of, but it didn't stop Brandon Miller. No, it didn't. I was going to say, first I team don't know all if you're going to take that from him. But so, mean. clearly they weren't, like, taking into account, like, all the stuff that's been going on. But 
I Nate mean, Oates, like Alabama spent a good portion of the season the number one team in the country. Top five, certainly. Uh, like Nate Oates is not I, you know, th- your SEC coach of the year. Vanderbilt, really? Vanderbilt finished 18 and 13, right? For the regular season. For the regular, yes. yes. And, and what, 11 and 7 in the conference. In the conference. And, and, and winning eight of nine. They're la- you know, so I, that's I how mean, they listen, it's a nice, <laughs> it's a nice run, okay? Especially after getting. You know, beat by you know fifty seven after yeah. getting fifty seven piece earlier in the year. Then yeah, to come and get coach. I'm just a little surprised how Buzz didn't win it on his own. But you know what? You know we'll take it. Oh, okay, so you were more surprised Buzz didn't. But what about you're not surprised by Nate Oates not even no. being mentioned? No, I'm, I, I'm not as surprised as I am J- Jerry Sackhouse getting the co. What, why? Why would you? Why would you not think Nate Oates would be a part of that? Because of the other stuff at the end. I think but he's again, being penalized at, you know for the other it, stuff at the end. Well, yeah, but then when Brandon Miller gets yeah, but gets, we don't know when these when these ballots were were cast and all that kind of stuff. Were they all cast today? Well, well I all the ballots they cast t- today. I think they, Turn it in after is it everything got to be in by the end of the regular season? Yeah, it's got to be in, but that doesn't mean like when do they open? Like you know, couldn't you have sent this you know a couple of weeks ago before all this unfolded? Did you have to send this now? It's sort of like the Heisman Trophy winner. There's a window where you have to send the stuff typically, or Hall of Fame ballots. There's like a window, but you know I don't know when these votes actually came in. Yeah. So maybe the Brandon Miller was far and away the player of the year in the SEC. So it's not surprising that maybe some writers or whomever decided that Brandon Miller was getting that a week, uh, getting that award a month ago, and decided, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and fill in and submit <clears throat> that particular piece of this. But you know, Nate Oates, you know, maybe they decided, oh, you know, there's a couple of dark horses, and oh, he did what? Oh, he said what? Oh, this? Oh, no, nah, I can't have him. As the uh, but but the but for Sackhouse to get co, little surprising. But you know, hey, good for him. Good for him. Yeah, great I, for him. I, great for the program. Great for everything. I I was surprised. I mean, yeah, again, yeah, yeah. happy for him, but surprised. Yeah, they're the sixth seed in the SEC tournament. I, you know, and he's the co-coach of the year. I, <sighs> wow. I mean. Okay. All right, then. I mean, mean, again, that's fantastic. It is. I just can't believe it. It is. That happened. I was like, wow. I thought it was, I was like, really? Wow. Okay. By the way, Liam Robbins, also first team all SEC with Brandon Miller. Yes. So Vanderbilt. And defensive player of the year. Yeah. So pretty cool. And as we know, as we learned, he is done for the year. So. There's a lot to get into. This first hour, we're wide open. We'll take your phone calls, talk with you. 615-844-5600 is the number here. By the way, you can watch us every day, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. 844-5600. Hey, Rand Carthon, I see you. <laughs> I see you. I see you, Rand. He's been busy because there's a whole lot of stuff going on around the Titans. And I mean yeah, a whole there, yeah, there is. lot of stuff. It's busy out there. So let's start with the report from Mike Silver, who's been covering the league for a long time. All right. Mike Silver put out there, according to his sources, Derrick Henry, Jalen Ramsey, and DeAndre Hopkins have all been shopped in recent days. Mm. Your thoughts? Well, I wonder – what I wonder what the ask is for Derrick Henry because there's a 
there's two things here. There's a serious ask. Like, you know, we are really looking to get rid of this uh, this player here and we're looking for best offers available. Or there is an ideal thing that you're looking for. Like we're looking for two first-round picks for Derrick Henry. And nothing less than two first-round picks will do. And if we don't get the two first-round picks, then we're going to continue to have Derrick Henry on our team. Yeah, well, nobody's giving up two first-round picks for a running back. So, so, Not in the national football. So league. the question is for me, is I, I might be all right with this, or, you know, this might be okay if I know what the ask is. Like, what are we asking for Derrick Henry right now uh, for the Tennessee Titans? There's no and way that, it's two first-round picks. Uh, well, like, you're, you're wasting everybody's time. I'm just – but but you know you know how this goes. They ask for the moon and hope to get the stars sometime. Or a star. Or a star or two. And I'm just wondering, well, what what is a good ask – for Derrick Henry, age, you know, 29, coming off at of 1,500 yards in this National Football League. Okay, so this is what I want you to do for the McFarland Show. I want Come you to way. rank those three guys, one, two, three, GMs ranking them. You're a GM. I'm a GM. You rank them as the one you would want the most at number one and the one you would want the least at number three. So name them again here. We got Ramsey, we got Henry. And, and Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, well. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Jalen Ramsey, number one. I think he's got the most upside, the most left out of the out of the three players. Um, he comes with his own bag, but you know, hey, uh, he's he's a player on the field. When he gets out there and he's healthy, he he can make a difference for you. So I, I'm going with 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 him as number one. Number two, I, I'm gonna go with Derrick Henry, even though I can understand. It's really close. But I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Then I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. Here's the problem with DeAndre Hopkins. And really, there is no problem with it. He is the definition of professional when it comes to a wide receiver in this league. The issue is he's 30. And how much production is he going to give you for the next three to four years at age, am I going to sign? Actually, he'll DeAndre- be, and he'll be thirty-one this summer, so oh, okay. he'll go into the season thirty-one years. Am old. I signing DeAndre Hopkins to a four-year deal? You know, and, and giving him I don't know, and having him be be wide receiver one. I, I, I mean, maybe, probably, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I mean, it depends on who you are. Derrick Henry is still a bell cow. Derrick Henry is still RB one. Derrick Henry. 1,500 yards last season. The year before that, he was hurt. Of course, the year before that, he went for 2K. He's still that guy. He's still got at least, I would think, he's on the back end of his prime. I'll give you that. He's on the back end of his prime. But he's got two years worth of prime left, I would think, on Derrick Henry. Now, of course, all these guys are subject to catch, you know, some type of injury in the first month of training camp, and then this is all for naught. But assuming they remain healthy and assuming they remain themselves, I'm going with Ramsey, then I'm going with Henry, and then I'm going with Hopkins. I think it's a fascinating question because I really struggle with it. I really do. And I think Derrick Henry only gets pushed down because of the position that he's that he plays. And it really has nothing to do – with him because he's elite. Oh, he's special. But this league is telling us, yeah, but you can win without 
having a bell cow special elite running back. Yeah, we're not we, playing that game anymore. We don't need right that game. We're, that game is we we've done that game for decades and yeah. decades and decades. Yeah, we're not in doing this that league, anymore. But that, we're that not that league over. anymore. Yeah. We're a different league. Yeah. Now it's a league that is geared about slinging the ball around the field. That's yep. what it, that's what it's about. It's and about running back by committee. Running back and, by committee, slinging the ball around, tight ends, wide receivers. Yep. And away you go. Running defense, the wide receiver. Defenses can't do what they used to do. Yeah. Debo Samuels, Cordell Patterson. You know, they're getting handoffs now. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's where we are. Right. So, Derrick Henry, and see, the tricky part is, what is DeAndre Hopkins? And I get it. That's why I'm asking the question, because it's going to be tricky for everybody else to figure this out, too. It, it really depends on who you are. The last the two years, he's been what? Injury um, riddle. Yeah, hurt, yeah. He's been hurt. But he's been on pace. He's, he's played like half of a season. Yeah. He's been on pace to do what he's he's done most of his career. Yeah. Because the previous four years, he was off the charts. Yeah, lights out. Good, right? Let's see. Hall of Fame. 115 catches, 104 catches, 115 catches, 96 catches. Hall of that's, Fame pace. Yeah. That's the, that's, Hall of Fame pace. I'm not saying he's Hall of Fame. Hall oh, of Fame pace. I, I think he's, he's pretty – He's he's borderline he's Hall of Fame. Right there. He, he's borderline right there. He's right already at it. right there. Yeah. I mean, he's got over eleven thousand yards receiving, seventy one touchdowns. Yeah. And almost nine hundred catches. That's yeah. really good. I mean, if he plays two, three, four yeah, more he'll years, get like there. it's it's yeah. done. He'll get to a thousand it's, catches. It's done. Thirteen thousand yards. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's done. But you're not just getting you know, you don't want that guy. Titans certainly have been in this business over the years, right? Getting the guy at the end of their career. That that doesn't work out well. So well, what you want still to get production out yes. of him. Okay? And what are you getting? Is it a DeAndre Hopkins that can still flirt with 100 catches and stay healthy? Because he has to obviously stay healthy mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. So I think you're probably right that Jalen Ramsey still would be the number one piece, right? Because yes. he is a number one corner. He is. He's a dare I say shut down, but I don't like using that word anymore because I don't, I don't think, think we can have shut down. I don't think it really exists this, anymore. In this NFL, yeah. I don't think there's any such Th- thing. This NFL doesn't really allow you to have shut down corners. No. Because the game is different. Mm-hmm. You can't impose your will. You can't do nope. the things that other corners that we used to deem. Yeah. You know, Revis Island and Shut down corners. They can't do that stuff your, your anymore. Safety can't take away part of the field anymore. Yeah. You can throw across the middle. There's a bunch of stuff now. So no, it's not the same thing. So it's really I don't know. I I guess because there's a little bit more uncertainty with Hopkins on health. Just a little bit more because Derrick Henry's not perfect when it comes to that. I guess you could say, no. well, he's past all of that. Or well, but also. Running backs, you know, the NFL's been around a long time, like oh, yeah. 100 plus years. Sure. And there's a lot of history that says when you get to a certain age, for whatever reason, why, I don't know, but you yeah. just, there's a, there's a drop off. Father time is undefeated. They're just, well, and it's, yeah, you know, but quarterbacks are lasting longer. Other positions are lasting longer because yeah, the game is allowing them. Well, but running back really isn't one of those this positions. Style. Of running back. Yes. Because Derrick Henry is not just a running back. He is a 1970s, 80s, 90s, <laughs> between the tackles, you know, up the gut, 
tall, sweet running back. He's like the old school. They don't really make him like him anymore for real type of running back. Well, there isn't one in the league, is there? Like what? Like him. I mean, there isn't one. Not, maybe, not really. Maybe you know, Nick Chubb, maybe Chubb a little and, bit. You know, Devin L- Cook and you know nah, Dalvin really no. But but not really. No. no, not not like that. Maybe Taylor, maybe not a little that's gonna bit. get thirty carries that can get thirty carries and literally carry your yeah. whole offense. Like he'd be NFL team by himself earlier this year, essentially. He'd be the Houston Texas by himself. Yeah. You know, there's not a whole lot of people that can do that. Well, and, he's beaten Houston and Jacksonville a lot by yeah, himself over the years. Basically by himself. And, you know, that's that's really hard in this NFL. So I, I don't – there's not – he's a very unique player. But, again, it depends on who you are. Who are, Who is this other team that feels like they're Derrick Henry away from – because here's the other thing with Derrick Henry, and this is the part about Derrick Henry we have never figured out, and I don't know if we're going to figure it out, and that is – is there a way Derrick Henry can be used effectively without giving him the ball 25, 30 times a game? Does that exist? How does that offense work? Can the Buffalo Bills take Derrick Henry and have him be the missing piece for them? But they're a passing team, yeah. and Derrick Henry needs it, the ball. Isn't that a square peg? I'm just saying. So where is he going to go and be used effectively, and and again, I don't, I really don't know. I question if it can be done. I'm sure somebody out there has got an answer, but I don't know which offense you put him in where you can give him 15 to 18 touches instead of 25 to 30, and still have him be effective for your football team. I don't know where that is. You pay him 12, 14 million a year. Oh nah. Well, oh, no, not if, but not a, if you're going to give him 15. I mean, well, how you a, justify that? Well, I know, but you're not getting him for five million a year, so. <laughs> You're getting it for double digits. Which which is why I think that a lot of this is just a flyer to see what they can get for him. Yeah, could be. All right, I will propose a trade to you right. on the other side. By the way, if you want to jump in and join the show, 615-844-5600. That's 844-5600. The McFarland Show rolling along here on this Monday. We'll be back. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it, That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. 
They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4 Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, is our area's premier and most trusted real estate professional, backed by years of experience. So if you're buying, selling, moving, or improving, give the pros a call today at 615-519-3339. Brad Fowler, Century 21 Right Realty, a professional who cares. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagans. If you can have a fair criticism of me for what I'm about to say, if you get into the playoff enough, one of these years you're going to catch lightning in a bottle. The Titans missing the playoff this year was absolutely inexcusable, right? They had a team we knew was good enough to get to the divisional or conference rounds, and then you just catch lightning in a bottle or you have the two best games of your life, and all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. That's a good goal for the Titans. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Over 50 years of Nashville sports coverage. The McFarland Show. Wow, you guys are old. Come on, Mr. Big Voice. Really? We're that old, my man? All right. Welcome back to the McFarland Show. Sports Radio 560 WNSR. 844-5600. That's 615-844-5600. My uh, partner, Darren, will be back here with us in just a few seconds. But... We've been talking Titans here in this very first segment, wanting to know what you think about the rumors. And I want to emphasize these are rumors, everybody. Nothing confirmed. These are just rumors that Titans uh, running back Derrick Henry is on the trading block. And we've been asking callers, what do they think? What would you take for big number 22, who is closing in with another great year on 10,000 yards? As a member of the uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, he's circled in on Eddie George's mark. Eddie George still has the record, by the way, for most yards as a Titan slash Oiler. So we've been asking some of you what you think about the possibility of that happening. Of course, there's other Titans news out there as well. Uh, there's been reports that Bud Dupree could be released coming up here uh, in the next few days. Well, we'll no, see it's if that out happens. there, but yet the nobody's confirmed it. Yes, I, Ian Rappaport. So it's been reports. Yeah, yeah not, it's I'm weird. not saying it and happened. now it Bud Dupree's already commented on it on Twitter. Yeah, and he's deleted I've seen it. That. And yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just that. Okay, we, we got plenty of time to get into all this yeah. stuff. Let's, um, I think Eric wants to weigh in all this stuff. Well, I bet he does. Eric, what's up? Hey guys, uh, as far as their carry being traded stuff, I've heard those rumors too. I think minimum you would probably take certainly a first round draft pick, 
but I don't know if it would be something like two or whatever. It would probably be a first-round draft pick and maybe something like either, I guess, a second or a third or something like that, maybe another pick next year or whatever. But I think the most they would probably get them is maybe one first-round pick. I don't think it's going to be like a couple considering his age and the wear and tear on his body because you think Derrick Henry probably has one or two more years left uh, as far as in his ability to run. Uh, some have said we ought to trade him to the Bears, but not that's – going to happen i don't know and try and get first round draft pick i heard somebody earlier on a different show saying that they think they'll trade him and maybe pick cj stroud it's just going to be interesting to see what happens uh with that because the only other player of course that everybody's talking about trading i'm hearing i mean i don't think it'll be traded but of course you've heard the latest uh that jefferson has scrubbed his titans post and everything like that now some people are wondering if he's going to be traded and what type of value uh you you would get on him uh, two years ago, you would have probably said Derrick Henry is the most important Titan, but there, there's some people that feel like Jeffrey Simmons is probably now the most important yeah. Titan. Well, let me ask you something, Eric, and Justin, yeah. jump in here. Sure. You think Rand Carthon uh, is of the understanding of how he became the general manager of the Titans? I think he is. Okay. Do you think Rand Carthon is really going to come in here after watching the implosion of John Robinson and really – I understand it's a body of work, but the real implosion is trading away A.J. Brown, your star wide receiver, and you think Rand Carthon's going to come in here and trade Jeffrey Simmons away? I just don't see it. No. I see no chance, Eric. I mean, that's just that's my personal opinion, but, oh, yeah, but he's yeah, not yeah, dumb, I, man. He, he, yeah, saw, yeah, yeah. he saw what happened here, and he knows yeah, how yeah, he yeah. got this job. Yeah, yeah, I'm not calling. I'm not the guy necessarily calling for that because I think Jefferson now is probably the best player. I think uh, there can be, it, it could happen maybe to try to make room for money to re-sign him and everything like that. You also wonder about Ryan Tannehill. I don't think he's going to be traded, but I've heard there's some people saying that maybe he would go to the Jets. I, although I don't see that happen. I think they're going to try and move heaven earth to get Aaron Rodgers now with uh, Derek Carr signing with uh, the Saints. But uh, if if I'm the Jets. Because you've got a young team, you've got a basically older quarterback who you just don't know how much longer you're going to play. He could decide to retire. Or even if he comes to play one year, maybe retire. I just don't know if I would give up, like, say, for instance, what they're talking about, Jeff, uh, the Jets draft capital to get Aaron Rodgers. So but we'll see what happens. Guys, it's always good to talk to you. Y'all take care and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Eric. Thank I, you, Eric. Le- that was part of the proposed trade. So th- this stuff's been shuffling around there, okay? It's not like I just woke up this morning like, this is – the idea that I look, every, it's it's out there already, and it, I mean, I get it. It there's some logic to it. The Bears, your beloved, your father's. Sorry, I don't know if I, I don't know if we've established if they're yours. I know it's your father's beloved Bears. They I don't are. Know, they are. Are they? Are you in that Chicago Bears because and Chicago of your White father Sox. or I grew up. A you're Bears on the fan. periphery. So you're you're kind of an observer. Like, what is your at this point? I'm more of a observer than okay. I am a real fan. Gotcha. Okay. Of the of, of the monsters of the Midwest. I just want to know how to phrase this. So it's fine. It's whatever you want. Your say. beloved right. father's bears. Yes. Okay. Or you know, they team have, of my childhood. You can team of your childhood. There, there we go. go. That's well put. They have said they're gonna. They're Justin Fields is their guy. They're not, you know, they're not trading him. They're they're moving forward with Justin Fields. Okay. Okay. At least that's what I saw today. Yes. Okay. I've seen that as well. So there's stuff out there swirling like what? Okay. So give him a bell cow running back, somebody that can help him, and he's a 
stud running back himself. I mean, let's be honest. That's yeah. his oh, yeah. probably his strongest suit. If I uh, that's just me. Maybe you push back on that, but Oh no, he's what, a spectacular. What he did in the second half of the season? He's a spectacular runner. The legs are his strength. And and let me just say very quickly before you move on, Darren, there is no other place here in the you know, the United States of America. There is no other market that would love Derrick Henry more. than we do than the Chicago Bears, okay? The Chicago Bears and their fan base and everything about them would eat up Derrick Henry. They would love everything about him, (laughs) everything, because of the rich history they already have and the philosophy and the way they think about playing the game of football uh, there in Chicago. Now, whether or not it's effective is, is something completely different. I'm just saying that the fan base up there, they like running the football. And and, and the thought of having somebody of his caliber back there is, is a dream come true. Okay, so what if this were the trade offer to Rand Carthon and it came with this stipulation? This is what it is. Take it or leave it. Right, okay, there is no negotiating. We're not going to bounce back and forth. We're not going to dicker. This is literally, I'm coming to you with my final offer. I'm listening. Okay? We have the number one pick in the draft. You have the 11th pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. We are going to swap picks, and you're giving me Derrick Henry. Are you interested if you're ran? Swap picks, and I lose it. No. You're no. you're not interested if you're ran. No, I, we swap picks, and I lose Derrick Henry. You have the number one pick on the draft. <sighs> no, because and, and let me tell you why. Because you know, I had to let it swirl around for a minute, but the answer is no. <laughs> and I say, listen, if you want to disagree, that's your business. No, I'm, I just just, saying, I'm just saying. I'm just watching you. No, I, you, squirm a you're little. watching my wheels turn yes, over yes. here just to let it go here, just trying to figure out well, what in the world am I thinking about? Um, because because <laughs> here's the deal. All right, then if I trade my the face of my franchise over here to the Chicago Bears, and all I get back is the number one pick. Well, that's yes, all you get back. <laughs> that's all I'm getting back. Well, that that could be your franchise quarterback or or not it could well, be it could be it could be but we don't really know that i mean what if it's cj stroud okay i mean i mean it's so is cj stroud i don't know uh, wherever okay, you're gonna is, ask is he, i don't know see and i don't know either so that's why i'm like nah no i'm not doing wherever that you're going with that i don't know i don't know either and that's what i'm saying so i don't think any of these guys no really look like the you know the elite franchise quarterback but i also don't know like the odds are that maybe one of them does no one of them will turn into a franchise quarterback we have no idea i'm talking about elite not just your like daniel jones is the the quarterback for the giants is he the franchise elite quarterback no he's not he's not elite he's he's good he's better than a lot of other quarterbacks in the league but you know what i mean like he could be that or could he turn into the you know the Josh Allens of the world? I, I mean, can any of these guys do that? I don't know. I don't know. It, but a lot of this is, is situational too. On what kind of offense are they brought into? What kind of weapons are around them? What kind of things? 
I, if I'm the if I'm the Titans, you pre- present me that offer. I'm saying no because my my initial thought was, well, now I'm getting a franchise a rookie franchise quarterback. I'm not sure if I want that. And then I'm also thinking, okay, well, maybe I could trade that number one pick for more picks. But I'm like, well, if I could have done that, the Bears would have already done that. I and mean, that's the kind of deal they're looking for. No, but they want Derrick Henry. They but, don't want him that bad. You, you uh, just said no, that no, no, Chicago no, 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 is no. like the I greatest said, market ever I, I for Derrick Henry. I said the fans want Derrick Henry. Okay. That's not the same thing as Ryan Poles, the general manager. <laughs> I'm not sure he wants Derrick Henry that bad. Now, the, Are you saying the fans don't play into this? Look, what you said is what I wanted to see if you would go there. This is the part we're not talking about. Okay, you're going to trade away Derrick Henry? This just in. He's the most popular player you have. Mm-hmm. You already traded away the second most popular player the previous year. Well, who is who is who is what do you mean they? Who is they? The Titans. Yeah, because so, they the the they who did that is no longer well, here. I understand. The franchise though, the organization traded away the second most popular player, and then you're gonna trade away the most popular player. I don't see that. Uh, that uh, is that a good business a move? I, I wouldn't, unless you're getting a haul. Again, unless you're getting something that is unbelievably you're good. You're not getting a haul then for a running back. Then he's going to be here. Okay, if the <laughs> running back was 24 years old and we had already established he's the you know the next Jim Brown of the yeah. league, then okay, yeah, then maybe, maybe we yeah. could talk about a haul. I mean, San Francisco, I don't have to go back and look. What did they give up for Christian McCaffrey? A much I, younger yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I need to go back and look. But to the, yeah, to the Panthers. It, it's, it wasn't. I mean, but, for today's position, that was more of a hole, right? Yeah. But the, the Bears also have too many other holes to fill for them. Um, so, you know, I, I, I wouldn't. If I were them, I wouldn't do it. I'd be looking for more. If I were them, I'd be looking for more draft picks. But you'd have to admit, you are a little bit closer to the Philadelphia model you're a little bit closer to the Philadelphia model. I didn't say you are the Philadelphia Eagles, but when it comes to offense, you have a quarterback that is a serious threat with his legs, mm-hmm. just like Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia did it more by committee. Yeah. You have Derrick Henry, yeah. who could easily be the rushing champ. Sure. You could easily turn into the leading rushing team in the league. You could. Yeah, well, Justin that, Fields and Derrick Henry. But that doesn't get you anywhere. Where does that get you? Well, it got Philadelphia the Super Bowl. No, it didn't. Devontae Adams and A.J. Brown uh, got them to the Super they Bowl. Have to, so they have without, to get So without the receivers. wide receiver pieces, yeah, yeah, they get more it receivers. don't mean nothing. Without the, unless you have the ability to win one-on-one matchups outside, the ability to run the football in the gut or in the middle doesn't mean a whole lot. If it did, as I mentioned before, the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, as constructed, would have already won at least two Super Bowls <laughs> because this team running the football over the past five years has been that good. They've been every bit as good as any other team you can stack up from back in the day. But we're not playing back-in-the-day football anymore. We're playing, we're playing whatever this is. So... If we're going to play this, you got to have those star receivers. The Bears have none. They have Donnell Moody. No, they don't. They don't. And they have uh, Claypool. Yeah, they, and they got the Vets kid from, from Tennessee. <sighs> you know, the, listen. They it, got nothing. That, 
got Cole Komet. You know, and this who is, did nothing this year. So this is this nothing. Is, this is what we're talking about. So no, getting Derrick Henry doesn't fix. And by the way, you're gonna get Derrick Henry in here, and then you still have to go get somebody at eleven to fill one of those wide receiver spots. You hope. Well, and by the way, you still need a whole new defensive line if you're yeah, them. Yeah, all, well, all of it. But you can get a good <laughs> defensive lineman or a receiver at eleven. You can. Well, I think they would like well, I'm saying, multiple more picks in the second and third round to fill out their roster more than they would a 29-year-old stud, you know, running back. Yeah. And, and and this is why I'm saying, Darren, and I understand all of this is, you know, is this is, I, I think, and, you know, listen, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I think the Titans are taking a flyer. I think the Titans are putting something out for sale just to see the kind of price they can get back for it. I really do. Yeah, they just put something on Facebook Marketplace and just see if anybody – Just to see who bites. If anybody's kicking tires. They got a number in mind of stuff they wanted. If they can't get it, then in the garage it goes, and we'll we'll wait and take our chances. Put here. it on eBay. See if there's any offers. See. See what you got. If somebody's willing to give you two first-round picks for Derrick Henry, goodbye. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks for the memories. We'll yeah. retire your number in two years. Again, this – this stuff is this whole two first round picks. It's just that is just not going to happen. I'm not saying it should, but you I know, understand what you yeah. like. There is nothing wrong other than then it gets out there, right? And so, what does how does that affect the players? Yeah. So that that is the only concern is when it gets out there, how does it affect Derrick Henry? Well, I, I mean, I. Maybe Derrick Henry knew. Who knows? Maybe Der- maybe he had a heads up. I don't know what the relationship well, is now. Well, if you read Bud Dupree's tweet, apparently yeah, the players. That's Bud Dupree. That's not Bud Dupree. not Derrick Henry. Bud Dupree's like, not Derrick Henry. All right, I'm finding out on Twitter. Okay. Listen, Bud Dupree's not Derrick Henry. All right. I'm just saying. All right, we'll come back. Clay, we'll get to you on the other side. 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show. We'll be back. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hims.com joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. 
It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com joy. That's 4hymns.com joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. Your exclusive National Sports Radio, WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. Today is going to be mostly sunny with a high of 78, a partly cloudy night tonight, below 52. Tuesday is going to be mostly sunny, high 70. Wednesday, clouds and a stray shower. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio. I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. It's a Bill King Show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love it. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Thank you, big voice guy. He got me. Well, head east. We'll go to Knoxville. We'll bring in Vince Ferrara, our man from the sports animal, coming up to begin the second hour of the program. 844-5600. McFarland Show rolling along here on this Monday afternoon. We're live here at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Let's go to Clay. Clay, what's up? Boys, how are we doing this afternoon? Doing great. By the way, I've been uh, wanting to say this when I call you guys. You guys show coming in the two to four slot on WNSR has been a great addition. I really enjoy you guys' show. Oh, thank you. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Clay. Appreciate it. Um, well, I think Vanderbilt's year just got a little bit crazier. Tell me this news is true. Jerry Stackhouse, co-coach of the year by the coaches. Is that true, what I'm hearing? Yep. Him and Buzz Williams. Well, you know, honestly, when you look at this run that Vanderbilt's on, I mean, I think the argument's there. I think it's it's well-deserved because this team was probably given up for dead January 31st in Tuscaloosa, and look where they're at now. Probably, yeah. You put me on that list. I came in here the next day going, holy moly. Oh, yeah. You lose a, you lose a conference game by 57? You know? Saturday night, boys, was an absolute war. Um, and by the way, Clay, the, you know what we should have been – what we should be talking about, and I know it's very, very close, but that feeling 
we should be talking about a team that hasn't lost since that game. That was that's what we should be talking about. But you know, we know we had this. They had the stumble in Baton Rouge, but it's amazing. It really is. Now, we also said at the beginning of the show, it's a little bit of a surprise. As much as we're rooting for Stackhouse, and he, you know, it's great that he got this honor. We're also a little bit surprised that you know he got co-coach of the year. Yeah, I was. I was. I'll have to admit, I was a little bit surprised too. That's why. I have not seen it. It's just a friend of mine called me and told me, so I was confirming that. So you've confirmed that for me. But back to Saturday night, um, you know, I've talked about SEC officiating many times, and I, I'm not going to, you know, blast official or anything like that. But I think what you had is, you know, the rest kind of just decide to let them play. And, you know, Vanderbilt just got – really beat up on the boards, you know, without Robbins. I think the final rebounding total was something like 45-23. I think offensively it was 23-8. to And it just shows the will to win of this basketball team. And, you know, with all the lows and the negative things that have happened, some of those things that are probably maybe going to keep them out of the NCAA tournament, this has quickly become one of my favorite teams ever at Vanderbilt. I've been a Vanderbilt fan a long time. Uh, these kids obviously love playing together. They know their roles now. They're gelling. Um, they're tough. Uh, you know, like I said, they've got that will to win. And I still think, you know, and maybe it is in the NIT. And we don't know what they're going to do at Bridgestone this week, but this team's still got a lot of basketball to play. And also, uh, a very well-deserved honor for Lim Robbins. Uh, I hear that he's the defensive player of the year and also made uh, first team all SEC. So congratulations to him as well. That is true as well. Clay, I had a quick question for you, good sir. I wanted to ask you about the attendance at Saturday night's game. Uh, ESPN, on their box score, they're reporting that the attendance was 10,544. Uh, and, you know, the capacity of that gym is more than that. Well, what do you feel about that number? Yeah, I, I think that's probably probably about right, quite frankly. You know, I was a little bit disappointed. You know, when I called you guys Friday, you know, Darren and I agreed that this team deserved, you know, to – really have that place packed out but you know that's just the Nashville we live in today there's a lot to do on a Saturday night but uh I think it was a great atmosphere though and um you know one thing that's interesting and I think this is the big really guys this is the biggest positive about this basketball program now for the last six years compared until let's say starting maybe with the Arkansas game when they played so well in the second half against Arkansas. For the last six years, uh, Memorial Gym has been like a morgue compared to the old days as far as an atmosphere. And that atmosphere is coming back. And that's what's really cool to me. Who was doing and, the game? Uh, was it Jimmy Dykes? Who was the color analyst? Was it Jimmy? I, I can't remember. I don't know. I, no, but, Jimmy Dykes and Carl Ravage did the Auburn Alabama. Okay, game. okay. So whoever it was, and I don't know why I'm drawing blanks on it, but they did comment 
several times on the atmosphere in Memorial Gym and said it's it's been a while since they've seen the atmosphere like this at Memorial Gym and I don't know why I'm drawing blanks on who was calling the game. What was that on was that on SEC network? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I can't I can't remember either quite honestly, but to me that's that's something that's really important for the future of this program and honestly for the future of this coaching staff is I think the fans are coming back. Um, people want to support a winner. And, you know, when you don't win, the fans aren't going to come. But if you win, fans will come. And the greater the atmosphere in there, the more successful this basketball program is going to be. Now we'll see how it all plays out uh, at Bridgestone Arena. You're still a big blue fan, aren't you, Darren? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes not. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what what do you think? And I, I'm asking, I'm being serious about this. What do you think the overall feeling of Big Blue Nation is on Mr. Calipari? Well, I talked. I still talk to people back in Lexington. I don't ever get back, Clay. That's why I say that. I mean, the reality is, I've been here 25 years, and I hardly ever get back to Lexington anymore so I'm pretty far removed from the scene but I do try to check in from time to time and kind of get a pulse of the fan base and and what's being said and I know I can read stuff from Nashville but I try to reach out to some friends of mine that do go to the games and listen to sports talk radio and you know have an idea of what's being said I mean I think it's a big mixed bag for sure I think there was a time earlier this year that uh, it seemed like the natives were beyond restless. The natives were starting to get the you know the pitchforks and light fires, and you know they're they're ready to burn the thing down. But then you know they they started playing good, and you know fan bases that's how it works. You start winning some games, you start playing better, and things get a little bit quieter. So, but I I still don't believe in them. I think they're still more of a fraud. Uh, than anything, but you just don't know what you're getting when you watch this team. You just don't – if you knew what team was going to show up, man, it would be the easiest prediction ever to predict, you know, how it was going to play out, but I don't know from game to game. I have no clue. Well, let's take this, this – and then I'll get off here. Um, you know, Joe Lenardi says that eight teams are going to make the NCAA tournament. And, you know, I'm not on the committee – I'm just an, a, fa- a fan that has an opinion. But one of those eight teams that is in at this point, I just don't think belongs in the tournament because I don't think they're playing very good right now. And that's the team that Kentucky played on Saturday, the Arkansas Razorbacks. I just don't think they belong in the NCAA tournament. How do you feel about that? Clay, appreciate the phone call as always. I, I have been I, – I think – and we've talked about this, Justin. Yeah. I, I think – Musselman is a great coach. I really do. Uh, I, I've been underwhelmed by Arkansas this year, and I keep waiting for the Arkansas team to you know kick it in gear, uh, and they really haven't done it. I've been underwhelmed most of the year watching Arkansas. But I will say Musselman is a guy that gets into the tournament and starts making noise. So I wouldn't be surprised if they get in and they start making noise, even though I've been underwhelmed all season by them. Yeah, highly possible that that very well could happen for them. But, you know, they're a dangerous team once they get in, but they're really on the edge here, really on the edge. They are. All right, we'll come back. We will uh, wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show next.
Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Predators make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't they, think they're going to. Oh, they'll make it but lose. I feel pretty. that these people well, have. Go ahead there, rah-rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, so okay. What, what, what are we saying? Let me ask you. Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Vince Ferrara coming up. We'll head east just around the corner. Find out about 
this Tennessee team, Lady Vols, what a story for them, by the way, getting to the SEC championship game, going up against the number one team in the land. And um, we'll find out all things Vols from Vince Ferrar coming up here. Who is the Adam? How do you say that? You say it just like how I Dosey? Dossie? How about Dorothy? Dorothy. How about that? Dorothy, how you doing? Hey, I'm great. I love your program. Just wanted to put out a few things for you. Okay. Uh, I think that Stackhouse is one of the best coaches that's ever been at Vanderbilt, and I think he deserves total credit for this team and what all he's done this year. He's given them motivation. Uh, they believe in themselves so much. That's why they're playing so good. And Nashville ought to be behind him and rally him and come to the games and go to the tournament and support him. He deserved that award that he got. You can tell Justin I said that. And don't be surprised when somebody brings a team back and do as well as they've done. And I'm a Tennessee supporter, too, because my son graduated from UT. But I'm so proud of Vanderbilt that they deserve this recognition. So Nash will get behind them and support them. It means the world to the team if you go to the games and support them. So please do that. Dorothy, and then I have, thank uh-huh. you so much for the call. Don't be a stranger to the show, but unfortunately we're out of time. We'll come back. Second hour of McFarland Show next. On air and online, sports radio, ABC News, I'm Morgan Norwood. The CEO of Norfolk Southern Railways will testify this week before a Senate committee. Ohio Democrat Sherrod Brown is anxious to hear what he has to say. That's the fourth derailment in five months. Steubenville, Sandusky, uh, the most, of course, the most disastrous East Palestine in eastern Ohio, and now Springfield. A group of faith-based leaders in Atlanta sending a letter to City Hall to stop the construction of a public safety training center. To stop Cop City stop the swap, and defend the Atlanta forests, Wilani People's Park. Baptist Minister Sage Allen. The FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for the return of four Americans kidnapped in Matamoros, Mexico, and the arrest of the suspects. A jury will begin deliberating this week on whether Seifulo Saipov, convicted of driving a rented truck down a New York City bike path, should get the death penalty. Eight people were killed. This is ABC News. Paid for by government.com. Did you hear? A recent stash of $20 Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s has been found. These gorgeous gold coins are as bright and shiny as the day they were struck in the late 1800s, and less than 50 of these gold coins are available. Coin experts are calling this gold find an incredible opportunity. Call 1-800-935-7267, and you are guaranteed a $20 Gold Liberty coin minted by the U.S. Mint in the 1800s. But with extremely limited availability, you must call now. These Gold Liberty coins from the 1800s are still in uncirculated condition. That is history you can hold in your hand. To learn more, call 1-800-935-7267. Call now and you'll receive a free American Coin Collector's Bonus Package, a $75 value free with every order. Call 1-800-935-7267 now to secure your $20 Gold Liberty coins dated from the 1800s before they sell out. That's 1-800-935-7267. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? 
they may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P. versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Drop me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Oh, righty then. Now the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour of the McFarland Show rolling along on this gorgeous, and I mean gorgeous, Monday afternoon here in Middle Tennessee. Darren McFarland here. Justin, unfortunately, had a little bit of an emergency he had to tend to, so he has had to step out the rest of today. He'll be back with us tomorrow, hopefully. Adam Johnson is alongside here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. By the way, you can watch me live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And then you can see Justin's empty chair, if you like, because his chair is there in the shot. Let's bring in our man, Vince Ferrara, the sports animal, 99-1 there in Knoxville. Vinny, how was your weekend? It was great because as you're describing the weather there in the mid-state now, this is now three days in a row of Chamber of Commerce weather, and it's you know just a, a touch warmer. So, uh, yeah, that helped. Call in baseball. We started our radio broadcast, John Wilkerson and I, uh, for uh, for the Vol Network. Uh, so got to see some baseball at the park and keep a track of the combine and men's basketball, lady balls. There's a lot going on right now, but it was fun. Hope you had a great weekend, too. Well, I'd love to tell you it's going to be 80 degrees when you get to town for the SEC men's basketball tournament, but if I did that, my nose would hit 
Murfreesboro. So that's just not the truth. Uh, it's Are just, you serious? It's going to be cold this weekend? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, It's, it's, it's going to be okay. actually cold and crappy. So sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's going to... You know, we're going to lose about 30 degrees when you get to town. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not good. <laughs> not good. All right, let's start with let, – let me just start with a little bit of a curveball because we got a lot of ground to cover, okay? But okay. let's start with the Lady Vols upsetting yeah. the number two team in the land, LSU, whose only loss, I believe, was to South Carolina, the number one Correct. team in the land. And yep. we're – was it Tennessee down like 17 in that game? Yeah. Wow. What? How in the world did they pull that off? Coming back on the second best team in the country, down 17. Yeah, it's one of the biggest comebacks in tournament history as well. So Tennessee hadn't beat the team that anywhere close to that good this year. Honestly, it was by far their best when they had all their losses were against the, their best competition and um, they found a way they had belief. And, um, you know, when they play right with Rakia Jackson as their top scorer and Jordan Horston as a distributor, rebounder, a do everything, sort of a, a, a glue gal, kind of like a decide Jordan James on the, on the men's side where it's not about the points, but it's about, the threat of that they bring to the table and getting everybody else open. And that uh, that's what they need. And that was the case during that comeback. And um, their three point sh- spot up shooters are better when she's a creator and a distributor versus trying to do everything on her own. And Jackson's such a great scorer. Um, it, and that and the belief and, you know, LSU missed some shots and didn't play, smart that was a little bit uh as part of it they hadn't really been in that situation a whole lot maybe that was a factor also but it was very impressive and it changed you know the range of where tennessee where the lady vols will will be in the ncaa tournament potentially charlie cream and he's the bracketologist on the women's side i I checked this morning and he has the lady vols as a five seed really and yeah. Wow. If they would have if they would have beaten South Carolina, they would have been hosting in Knoxville, which was never on anyone's mind all season. Uh, so, so yeah, I a, a five seed and look a five seed, and then you're not you're not you're in you're not in there with any of the teams that typically bounce you from the tournament. The one seed in in that regional, if it plays out that way, would be Indiana. The two in that regional is LSU, who you just beat. And so it actually would play out. It gets sent to 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 Albany, I believe. But I mean that that's a that's a, a manageable region if they were to get something like that as a five seed. They've been seven or above for a good part of the year, but finished fairly strong and then beating uh, LSU was a, a game changer for them. That's pretty amazing. Um, South Carolina, there's nobody really in the country that can beat them, can they? I mean, they, they're just better than everybody else. I mean, obviously anybody can be had. I know Stanford's good. I know 
that LSU is good. I know UConn is good. So they could stumble, but really wouldn't they have to be the reason they lost just themselves? I mean, they they have more talent than anybody else, right? They're the most balanced team, top to bottom. They do everything well. Is that not a a fair assessment? uh, 100%. Okay. Yeah, they have the best player in Aaliyah Boston. When Tennessee – Tennessee had some success kind of – basically playing sandwich defense where they had a, a post behind her and and a, a wing in front of her and trying to just deny her the ball. And while South Carolina wasn't hitting shots, Tennessee stayed in that game. But South Carolina has a bunch of, of players that can hit shots and still create. So when they're making their shots, even if Boston draws attention, forget about it. I mean, because then it opens things up back for Boston when you come out to the three-point shooters. They, they, got, they got all the ingredients. I, I've called it the Don Staley Invitational once the tournament starts. It, it really is up to them on, uh, on whether they cash in. They are the best team. So before we transition to the men's team, I got to ask you, because it's a big topic here in this market, and it's been on this show so far through one hour of the show. What did you make of Jerry Stackhouse sharing Coach of the Year honors with Buzz Williams? in the sec uh honestly i've been i've been tied up so i didn't see that um i don't recall coach of the year uh being split or or being a tie yeah um look jerry stackhouse far exceeded what many of us around the league expected from vanderbilt but honestly, I still think that's Buzz Williams' award. Um, you know, even even Nate Oates. Well, I was going to say, what does it say that yeah. Nate Oates is not in this discussion at all? Yeah, but it 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 happens to a lot of teams. Like when they win, unless they're a total shock winner in any sport. Those are just kind of assumed. Oh, they have the most talent, so let's just get the the give it to the coach that was the most surprising and had success. That's what that's what that award a lot of times has ended up being. So that's probably why Nate Oates didn't get a lot of those didn't didn't get the the award. But I still think Texas A and M finishing second. I mean, give me a break. I'm sorry. That's that's a if you're going to do overachievement from expectations, that's a greater overachievement than Vandy finishing what sixth in in the league and even having an above 500 record. I still think that Buzz Williams is is, is your choice there if you're going to vote that way. Yeah, I just that was interesting. I mean, I'm happy for for Jerry Stackhouse, but one to share that honor and Nate Oates to not be a part of it. Pretty interesting. Right. So, life without Ziegler. We know that that's the case. We knew it was the case going into the game against Auburn. Uh, it's one game, but how do you think they looked without kind of their glue to their offense? Not good, honestly. <laughs> it looked, it, Darren, it looked like the reality of them not ha- knowing that they're not going to have them the rest of the year w- was in there. And they didn't have 
enough answers. I mean, they were okay offensively until the last six plus minutes where they made no field goals at the end of that game. And, um, and so they couldn't keep Auburn's guards in front of them. And that was a problem. Um, and so Tennessee wasn't as good defensively and everyone talks about the energy and the driving and, you know, the end of game shooting. And those are all things they're going to miss and they don't have anyone like him, but man, he's done such a great job defensively. He was on the Naismith uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, he was a finalist, like top 10 in the country. And Tennessee couldn't keep Auburn's guards in front of him, so they were driving and penetrating and kicking and breaking down Tennessee's defense. And that has not happened all that much this year. So that's a problem. They don't really have an answer. They – we thought going into the year, Darren, they'd have another point guard in B.J. Edwards, a four-star from Knoxville Catholic. And he started getting a few more minutes late in the year. But then when Ziegler went down in the Arkansas game, he didn't play at all. They used everybody else, all their other veterans that have done it at times at, at, at the point and, and not B.J. Edwards and that tells you what you need to know about their level of trust in him um he's not ready for their they don't view him as ready to be able to handle those minutes you could now there's part of the debate something that people are asking is all right why isn't he ready now why didn't you play him more earlier in the year and maybe you could trust him in this situation that is is a fair question the reason is is because Rick Barnes didn't think he was ready based on the way he practiced. And Rick Barnes awards playing time based on practice, not, all right, you're up next. When you put in the work and practice, you earn your minutes in games. And whether it was knowing the offense and making decisions or uh, the defense or, or whatever – they didn't feel like he had been ready to take a bigger role and help those point guard minutes. So now it's got to be everybody else and, and seemingly, unless something changes late, not BJ Edwards. And this team just does not have the answers because now you're moving guys out of position and hurting two positions. Um, they can still win some games because they have plenty of other talent. But I think in the tournament, without a general and, and a defender like him, I think you're limited in how far you can go. So what's realistic? They're going to have the winner. Ole Miss and South Carolina will uh, play on Wednesday night. Tennessee will get the winner of that game, and it'll be during our show on Thursday. LSU-Georgia mm -hmm. also play on Wednesday night. Vanderbilt will get the winner of that game. But going back to Tennessee, like what's realistic? What What is realistic of their run? Like I, I think, you know, they're going to beat Ole Miss or South Carolina, but then they would take on Missouri. Do you think they can get to Saturday? I do. I, look, Missouri beat them in a buzzer beater on their home floor. Um, you know, Missouri is a tough team. They're much improved. Um, so, yeah, that, they, they can beat Missouri. Missouri isn't so good that they can't beat them. Um and, but then Saturday you think, oh, and that's when they run into Alabama and that's when it's over. Here's my opinion on Alabama. I think because Alabama has not played well since 
the last run of Brandon Miller news, they've won some games, but they really have looked flawed and not not really what they were before since then. I think the best thing for Alabama might be a quick exit, a one-and-done from Nashville. Go try to get reset, fix whatever you got to fix, get everybody back into it. That's uh, a really young team with three freshman starters and other freshmen that play. I think they've been impacted since that Brandon Miller news, and they're not the same. And I, I wonder if that might be their best recipe. So what if they get bounced on Friday? Maybe the bracket opens up for them. Maybe then it looks better for Tennessee if you get to Saturday. Here's the thing. Tennessee has some elite wins this year, and they also have some less than impressive losses. So just because it opens up does not necessarily mean that Tennessee is going to rise up and get to Sunday or win the title. Um, so it, none of it is a guarantee because this Tennessee team is so up and down and you know, you're losing one of your best players. So um, I, I do think, though, we're going to see at least a win and then Friday and Saturday toss-up regardless of opponent, honestly. So the baseball team went 5-0 and this week. They've won 11 straight. Vitello's yep. back in the mix. Just got uh, win number 200, which is fastest in program history. I was looking at the latest baseball poll today. Vince LSU is the number one team in the land. Tennessee is the third team in the land. Ole Miss fourth. Florida six. Vanderbilt seven. Arkansas eight. Again, murder's row for the SEC. What what are you seeing right now out of this baseball team? I think they're that's probably the front half of their SEC schedule in weeks two through six is what I heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're going to get tested right out of the gates in conference play? Yeah, at, they go to Missouri. Missouri not one of the better teams, but you're still on the road. And then two through six, all like preseason top tens. I, I don't know where they're at. Every poll is very different, but they're all elite teams. Um, so we're going to find out. The teams that they've played just don't are, – are not anything close to SEC level of competition other than the two teams they lost to to start the season before their 11-game winning streak in Arizona and Grand Canyon. So we're not going to truly know about them, but this will be a – this is a different team. They hit 158 home runs last year by far program record, led the nation in ERA. They're not the same power team they were a year ago. They have 24 home runs in 13 games. But they have six guys hitting over 300. They've got uh, – they're hitting line drives. They've, uh, they're better on defense than – that was one of the areas we, I wondered about was with eight new position players, how would they defend? Um, and their pitching is still elite. Even they gave up nine runs yesterday, but – they're still either one or two in the nation and ERA with so many options. It's ridiculous. Uh, so it's a different type of team, but still a very good team that still hasn't even gotten Maui Una going offensively yet, but man, he is so good defensively. He'll, he'll come around. He moved up to the leadoff spot. So it's still a very good team, just a different team from a year ago and not quite the boisterous team that they were a year ago. I know that narrative is out there. They don't have the Drew Gilberts and the Jordan Betts, hmm. um, but they're still being they're still going to be labeled that way and hated that way. Not quite the same kind of team. Still some personality, but 
uh, not quite what they were a year ago from that standpoint so far. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that dynamic, if that plays yeah. a factor into this team or not. All right, let's talk about the combine up in Indianapolis. Yeah. Seven former Vols were there. Um, what were some of your takeaways from the combine in Indianapolis? Well, first, Hendon Hooker, who did not participate in the workouts, got a, a great uh, clearance and report um, that he is on track to be ready for the season opener. He's supposed to be able to throw by this week and throw standing up, um, and that all his medicals checked out really good because that's, as you know, Darren, that's a big part of that deal because they want to investigate you and pick and prod and make sure all the medicals are good. So that was very good for him to get a positive. Plus, just like we saw at the Senior Bowl, he was engaged. He was a leader. He was around all the other guys, encouraging everybody, talking to a bunch of teams. Man, um, for a guy that hasn't been able to do anything coming off an injury, I don't remember one guy making the most of the settings that he has been in in Mobile and in Indianapolis. So that's one. Two, Jalen High ran the six fastest 40 times. Four four, he still expected, and I think many others based on his workouts, expected to be in the four threes. So we'll see if he runs a, a forty at at the pro day at Tennessee at the end of the month. Um, he was doing, he was a little bit up and down in his workouts. Uh, had some really nice catches, had a few drops, then couldn't finish it because he had some hamstring tightness. So we'll keep an eye on that. But all of his other testing. Best broad jump uh, at 11-3, which is crazy, of all the wide receivers. Third best of anyone at the combine. Um, and then Cedric Tillman was really good in the drills, ran a 4-5-40, which is not blazing. But the question was, is does he have elite speed? I mean, he's got, he's got NFL starting speed. Devontae Adams, slower than him. I mean, a number of NFL star wide receivers ran slower than, run slower than 4-5. That, at least coming off the injury, was not an alarm, so that was a positive. Byron Young was crazy good. 4-4, four, four, um, 11 on, uh, on the broad jump, everything. All his numbers were like top three. That made an impression, and probably nobody gained the, mo the most more than Byron Young uh, coming out of the combine. And then – Darnell Wright was excellent in his position drills. This is the um, one I'm hearing a lot about, Darnell yeah. Wright. He's the one that seems to be turning heads. Absolutely, because he had a great senior bowl week, Darren, and now he's backed it up with an excellent combine. His 40 at 501 at 333 pounds. Yeah, that's the, uh, you'll take that. That's the third fastest since 2003 at 330-plus pounds. Um, showed the athleticism, you know, they pull him at Tennessee. Um, just everything checked out with the drills and everything with him. You're starting to see Darnell Wright and Jalen Hyatt in mock drafts in the first round. If the Vols, they haven't had a first rounder since 2017, which is Derek Barnett. It's amazing. Jeez. If, if they have two in the first round, Darren, that'll be the first time they've had multiple first round picks from Tennessee since 2010. Eric Berry, fifth to the Chiefs, and Dan Williams, 26th to the Cardinals. It's the last time Tennessee's had more than one first-rounder. Wow. Not a whole lot of them, obviously, during this rough rough patch, but this is a, a box that needs to be checked for Josh Heupel. Players he coached 
getting to the NFL and then excelling in the NFL. This will be a good first step. There's probably five the potential to have five in the first uh, two rounds and maybe and definitely the first three rounds. So the first two days, you could see a, a, a fair number of balls having their name called in Kansas City, which is progress for sure. No doubt about it, Vinny. Appreciate it. Look forward to catching up with you when you get to town to cover the SEC tournament. Like I said, I can't promise the weather we've got today, but uh, you know it doesn't affect what happens inside. You know, it is a roofed arena, so it really doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, yeah. There's... Unless you're at the SEC women's tournament, they had a weather delay because there was a a leak in the roof. <laughs> so the like LSU's game prior to playing Tennessee, they got <laughs> delayed. So there was a weather delay indoors. We've seen it in Atlanta, right? You remember that? Yeah, oh, yes, dome? yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hope Bridgestone doesn't have any of that. They yeah. shouldn't. But, let's, let's hope uh, great, great to talk to you. Look forward to seeing you this weekend. All right. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate it as always. Thanks. Vince Ferrara, 99-1, the sports animal there in Knoxville. He is so good, and we're so happy that he joins us every single week, and we'll probably check in with him later in the week when he's in town covering the Vols for the SEC men's basketball tournament. Remember, they will play on Thursday afternoon during our show, so that will be their first game. They did not get a top-four seed, which gets the double bye until Friday. We'll come back. More of your phone calls, 615-844-5600. We're wide open the rest of the way. You're listening to The McFarland Show here on WNSR. Pet Paradise is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Pet Paradise. Tullahoma's finest for full-service boarding and grooming for 22 years. Located at 201 Sanderson Street in Tullahoma, Pet Paradise is a name you can count on. Give them a call today at 931-454-0999. Pet Paradise, where Gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops, veterans, and first responders. Hey guys, it's Zach. Gear up for golf at Play It Again Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville during their March golf sale. Swing in and stock up on their huge selection of new and gently used golf gear and equipment. During their month-long March golf sale, you save 10% on all gently used golf clubs. They have the trained staff to help you find the perfect set of golf clubs, a golf bag, golf balls, or a travel golf carry bag for the upcoming season. And they will also buy the golf gear you're no longer using. That's right, every day, all day, you can get cash on the spot for your underused golf gear. They also buy baseball, lacrosse, football, soccer, disc golf, plate weight, hockey gear, and the treadmill that is transformed into a clothes hanger. If you have gear you no longer use or doesn't fit, trade it in for either cash or for store credit towards your next purchase. And you can trust me, not only am I a spokesperson, but I'm a customer. You can always find me in the golf section over at the Hendersonville store. Check out Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Tell them your friend Zach over here at Nashville Sports Radio sent you. That's Play It Against Sports in Brentwood and Hendersonville. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new 
new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-785-9132. That's 800-785-9132. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-785-9132. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim yep. Kelly is OC. Your reaction? Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, I hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This sucks, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Back here on the McFarland Show. Appreciate Vince Ferrar for joining us. Darren McFarland here. Hopefully Justin will be back in the mix tomorrow. With this a little bit of uh, something going on, he had to step away for the day. So, um, hope everything's all right. Adam Johnson is alongside here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Let's go back to the phones. A four four fifty six hundred. Tony is in Nolansville. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. And yes, hope everything is okay with with Justin. Um, first of all, about, uh, what's his name? Vinny Farong, as I will call him this hour. Uh, he and his thoughts on coach of the year, he can take his, his opinion and stick it in his aspergreen. What? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, this escalated in a hurry, Tony. Wow. Okay. Uh, for him to sit there and say that, uh, Stackhouse and what they did at Vanderbilt is not even anything deserving of him having Coach of the Year award. That it should strictly, really, be Texas A&M coach. I think it's totally, totally uh, inaccurate because Stackhouse, and you know we've been talking about it all year. And I uh, started out the season hoping, you know, I thought they could get to nine wins. I never thought eleven. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody ever thought eleven. They were up preseason picket at best 12th yeah and he takes his team and they end up going and tying for fourth and end up with a number six seed yeah i mean that's that's phenomenal and to beat kentucky the the coaching he did that night i still look at that game uh what he did with in that particular game to do what they did to beat kentucky 
I mean, you know, on the flip side, we can always look back on the LSU game. And uh, and uh, there's been a lot of talk. We've all talked about the Grambling. You know, Grambling's ended up having a solid year. I don't know if you've looked at their record. Oh, I have. I've actually looked at some of the – people don't realize some of the teams they lost to early on, which didn't look like good, you know, look like bad losses, those teams went on to have really, really good seasons. So, yeah. Good seasons. Yeah. They really did there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and – I don't know how that's going to be viewed. I still firmly believe they need to win two games in the SEC tournament. I'm still holding on. You know, I've been been one of them right there holding on for the last four weeks now of, uh, man, maybe even four and a half that they could still do what we're all hoping they can do. We know they're in the NIT, but everybody talks about the NCAA. We know they're in postseason play. But uh, that is just, uh, you know, congratulations to Stack and them getting to where they are at this point. And uh, it's, it's like I say, once again, they are an exciting team to watch, exciting team that comes together when they need to. And, uh, you know, and when people talk of things, I've talked to several UT fans this weekend, there was several that I talked to that are very upset with where their basketball team is setting today to where they were picked to be. Sure. Um, that is – How could you not you feel that right? way, right? How could you not feel that way? I mean, they're going the wrong direction. This is not how you want to – you know, this this time of year – in early March, this is not how you want to be playing. They're playing, you know, and they've got the Ziegler uh, injury that that affects them. But they're just even before that, they were going the wrong way. So yeah, I'm sure right now the the fan base is a little bit rattled. I I'm curious to see Tony how much it affects them coming to Bridgestone Arena, or if it does. I I don't know exactly. And uh, one of my UT buddies that I talked to, he said, and this was an interesting statement. Um, and I think of Dane and uh, Vol Boy when I think of talk about UT because I think the world of those guys. But this one particular uh, buddy of mine, he told me, he said, right now who's on the uptick is the women's basketball as opposed to the men's. And that was, a, you know, and that's pretty indicative of what you were talking about a while ago with, uh, with Vinny. Uh, and now I'm talking about the baseball Shout out to Vanderbilt baseball team. One of you know went up to Minnesota and played well there. Uh, but uh, you called off the top ten, Darren. I know you're going to Omaha this year, but you want to. It is so fun to go to that SEC baseball tournament, and all those teams you just called off in the top ten, they're all there in Birmingham. You won't see that in Omaha. You see it when you go to the SEC tournament. And that's why I, a lot of times, will always uh, get in Omaha is the ultimate. But to go to uh, Birmingham or Hoover and get down there and see the SEC tournament and all those teams on the top team you called off for in that tournament, that's that's what's fun to go to. And uh, I wanted to give you a little shout-out on that. But uh, just wanted to say congratulations, Stack. Well-deserved, well-earned, Vanderbilt basketball, good seed, but still, job's not done. Still got some work to do. And, uh, you know, 
hopefully they can uh hopefully they can get to Saturday. I just I just feel like they can. Well, so, I think they're going to get to Friday for sure. They I mean, look, if they get yeah, LSU, yeah, they've got to get to Friday. They they get LSU. They lay an egg on Thursday. Yeah, no. Man. Right. Right. We're it's Right, it's, oh, you're right. But they hey, they buddy, will. Thank they're going to be taking my call. Yep. Thank Go you, ahead. You were saying. I, something. I was going to say, look, if if they beat LSU, uh, there was somebody that I used to work with and somebody that used to be on these airwaves used to go, look, let me just tell you something. You can book it. My bookets are better than his bookets. If they play LSU again, <laughs> you can book it. You can take that sucker to the you bank. Can, there ain't you, no way they're losing to LSU you twice. Book, you're right. And, and book this, Darren. Don't you know they're wanting that game with LSU? Of course. As more so than Georgia. Sure. 100%. I think, I think they've got them circled heavily with a very thick black and gold uh, sharpie <laughs> yeah i i agree with you thank you tony appreciate it i do thank you buddy appreciate you yeah lsu takes on georgia that's the second game on wednesday vanderbilt will get the winner they'll have the nightcap so they're going to be playing late on thursday evening if they get lsu there's no way they're losing to lsu again okay you can take that one to the bank but they'll also be a my guess a pretty Pretty sizable favorite. I don't know. I'd say they would be every bit of eight, eight and a half point favorite, I would think, something like that. And then if they win that or when they win that, they would face Kentucky in the last game on Friday night. Again, they're playing the late games on Thursday and Friday. So they would play Kentucky again. That would be interesting because, remember, Kentucky got – the double buy. So that would be their first game. Vanderbilt would have a game under legs. Sometimes that does favor teams. Sometimes it does. They get on a roll. They're in a groove. They've been playing. And the other team has been sitting. And they're ice cold. And sometimes that really affects teams. And then sometimes it doesn't. I think that would be a heck of a matchup to see them play for a third time this season. I just hate that you know, Robbins would be out. I know Kentucky's actually been dealing with some injuries too, so that that could affect them in the tournament. But I'll be very curious, and I think it will be Vanderbilt and Kentucky on late Friday night. I'll be very curious to see who's playing on Saturday. And I'll be curious to see how this game, uh, this tournament plays out here in Nashville coming up starting Wednesday night because I agree with Vince. When you look at the body of work of Alabama since all this – stuff the black kind of the black cloud over Brandon Miller and just everything that's been going on they've not been playing great at all um and I know they've still found ways to win some of these games but they have not looked like the machine that they looked most of the season this year so you do wonder I mean will they win on Friday against either Mississippi State or Florida yeah they're they're better than I think both of those teams but then when you get to Saturday I mean I don't know Tennessee, Missouri, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's not a stumble in there. But I will say they do not look like they're playing their best brand of basketball. But it'll be a fun tournament. We'll be uh, curious to see how this all shakes out. Like I said, Tennessee, if they win those two games, Thursday and Friday, they'll be playing their games during our show. So we'll have updates for you on that for sure. We'll step away. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show. Our number, by the way, 
844-5600. We're rolling along here on this Monday. We'll be back. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. (sighs) Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from TaylorMade. Featuring the Stealth 2 Woods and Irons, the new Stealth 2 Woods combines speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. And the new Stealth HD Irons deliver high launch with draw bias to give you the confidence to expect better shots more often. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. Hey, and by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Back here on the McFarland Show. You know, there was a time and a place, like let's say 2010 to be exact, 
Now, we did have someone else with us. His name was Brad Hopkins. But Adam would be producing, because Adam Johnson is in here today. Devlin is out sick. And Adam is in here producing. And Adam used to produce when we did a mid- midday show here on in 2010. Correct. Now, Adam is an avid golfer. And I said, all right, so I'm going to throw some stuff your way. So get ready to talk and Adam was like, oh, gosh, I hope you're talking golf. <laughs> no, we're not talking golf because I can't. See, then you would have to just do the talking because I can't really add much. I want to, I want that to change, but I'm just not there. I'm not there. Well, with all the live golf stuff, it's, it's getting more of a topic that's worth discussing. Yeah. Because yeah, in, in, in years past, it, golf was, you know, at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to attention. No. Unless Tiger's doing something crazy. But I, I do want to bounce some things off you. So, but first of all, let me for the people who haven't heard, Derek Carr is going to the Saints. Now, it's been pretty heavily rumored, so not surprised there. Four years, $150 million, and I believe $100 million of that is going to be guaranteed. So Derek Carr to the Saints. Will they get better? Yeah. But are the Saints going to return to the Saints? Eh, probably not. Their defense is really good, but they don't have Sean Payton anymore as the coach. They don't have the same weapons. And quite honestly, they're still a fallback, you know, or fall. They're not the same. You know, Drew Brees is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So Derek Carr is not Drew Brees. So there's a lot of factors on why they're not going to return to prominence. So they'll be better than they were last year, but who's kidding who? I just don't know how much better Derek Carr can make them. Also, bad tough news, Memphis Grizzlies. Their games are aired here on WNSR. Brandon Clark in their game against the Nuggets. I think that was that Friday night? I think that was Friday night. Uh he has suffered a season ending Achilles tear. I saw him getting carried off the court, and I was like, that doesn't look good. I thought you were going to bring up Ja. Well, you got all the Ja Morant yeah. stuff, which I don't know what's going on. I don't understand all of that. Why is he doing this? I, I don't know. That's why I said I don't understand what's going on. So he's in a club over the weekend after they play, and he's brandishing a gun on Instagram Live. Yeah. And remember, he's got a lot of sponsors attached to him. Yes. and High-dollar sponsors. I'm waiting on Adam Silver to do something because I feel like if he doesn't do something significant this is just getting worse and worse and worse and I don't want him to hurt somebody and I don't I want jaw to continue to play in Memphis I don't want you know I don't want the worst well Adam's and that's a little where busy it's going right now he's talking about Disney there's a lot of rumors that he's going to be their next <laughs> yeah. CEO so I don't know what's going on with Adam Silver <laughs> 615-844-5600 let's go to Melrose Mike is standing by Mike what's up Good afternoon. Actually, I'm not in Melrose. I'm actually at Margaritaville Cafe at the Mall of America in Minnesota. Oh, oh, so how was the trip? Talk to me. It was good. It was, uh, got a little snow last night. Uh, the Viking Stadium is not a real good stadium for baseball. No. But, uh, it's better than being outdoors. <laughs> right, so that's Much where better. I was going. Mike, it had to have been configured Weird. Obviously, the ball was flying out of there, but 
was it kind of a wonky setup? I mean, I I I didn't see it visibly. I was listening, well, but I didn't see it. Well, they actually they've been they've been using it for baseball for years. I think it was part of the deal when the Vikings the city helped pay for it. They use it the high schools play there, some junior colleges. So it, it wasn't like they just threw it together. Oh, really? Uh, you know, they, okay. They pull they pull the bleachers back in right field, and they got a big monster, and they got one line, which I think is a high school home run or, J, or JUCO. But um, I mean, everybody sits kind of behind home plate. They it's not real fan friendly. They had one bathroom open the whole place and one concession stand open. So and the sound system was not good. But anyway, we got a couple wins. Got a got a no hitter last night. Yep. Minnesota's Combined no hitter. Not very good. They're, they're winless. Anyway, hey, uh, I want to get back to something you mentioned about the basketball. As far as uh, could have, should have won nine straight. You got to remember, you got to remember, we beat Tennessee, shot the buzzer. We beat Auburn, shot the buzzer. Kentucky missed, shot the buzzer. So that's that comes and goes to the territory. I, I hope that I don't know the NCAA, their whole how they look at things. It, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be judged on one or two bad games. You say LSU or or, or Grambling who won their conference. It should they should look at the whole picture. I mean. Mississippi State played like nobody. They beat Marquette. They beat PCU. Other than that, I mean, I, I think I told you the other day when I called how we played so many teams that are so good this year between Southern Miss, between Moorhead State, and, and St. Mary's, and that it worked out. The schedule was pretty tough. But I think Lenardi still has Mississippi State in. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that, actually. Still in, I know. Okay. So they just kind of throw out your whole conference. I mean, Vanderbilt finished tied for fourth. I'm tied for fourth in the SEC. Who would have thought that in the first year? Uh, I would say no one. It, it, anyway. Look, it's a, it's remarkable, Mike, what they've done. I guess what the reason I bring that up is because I know it's woulda, coulda, shoulda, and it doesn't matter because we're, we're never going to know. But I, I'll just go back and say what I've said before. They could have easily ended their season on a nine-game heater, and they have their one of the best players in the conference in Liam Robbins. This is if he didn't get hurt. And they would be going to the SEC basketball tournament, what, winners of nine in a row after losing by 57 to Alabama. And I think we will be talking about a Vanderbilt team that Lenardi would be talking about is in. That's the way I feel. I don't know if I'm right or if I'm wrong. But I feel like they would be in if they would have won the LSU game and Robbins wasn't hurt. Right now, today. I could be wrong. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, I, I think they should put more emphasis on how you finish the season. I mean, I know it's the whole season, but, you know, some teams at the first of the year, they're, they're, you've got new players getting together. And, I mean, would you rather want a team, would you want a team that's won eight out of nine or a team that's lost like five out of seven, like Oklahoma State or Auburn? I mean, that's. You do the math on that. Yeah, no, you want to be going that way. Yeah, I mean, that's look, that's the way every coach wants it, and that's the way a committee should want it. You should want the team playing their best brand of basketball this time of year, right? Uh, yes, indeed, and that's why I think they should they yeah. should put that in there more, a little more heavy than than the other stuff. They've quad the quad wins and quad two and all that wins and losses. Just, I mean, you got to like throw some of that stuff out the window. I mean, I, you don't know when you schedule. How the other teams are going to be, but like I say, Southern Miss was terrible last year. This year they won twenty five games. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Vanderbilt go, went to St. Mary's. We went to Chicago. We went to VCU, and Mississippi State didn't go anywhere, and they were like twelve and one outside of conference. 
and I had a losing record in conference. And if they get if they make it, that's uh, that's just that's not right. Yeah. So overall, you give the the trip to Minneapolis a thumbs up. Oh yeah, thumbs up. Okay. Got to say, I've been to the Mall of America. I can check out the bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Appreciate <laughs> the phone call. Be back tomorrow for some warm weather. We'll okay. see. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Vanderbilt had a tough start to that uh, tournament Friday. It was these airwaves. We were coming on after the Vanderbilt basketball. Very, very baseball game, not basketball. Very fast baseball game at that. A little bit over two hours. What? In a 5-3 loss. And then they rebounded the rest of the way. We'll come back and we'll put a bow on the Monday edition of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, sparkling wine, single barrel bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jacob the Electrician is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Jacob the Electrician, providing quality service and pride. Give Jacob the Electrician a call today at 615-582-3452. That's 615-582-3542. Jacob the Electrician, on the air saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. 
It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you picked up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl at the bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. Been a fast-moving show today. Lots of stuff going on. The Cowboys have placed the franchise tag on running back Tony Pollard. What does that mean? Franchise tag on a running back? A little bit over $10 million per year. So 10 point. $09 million to be exact is what the Cowboys would owe him. And uh, it is going to be interesting. What are they going to do with Ezekiel Elliott? A guy that just seems like he's kind of going the wrong way. As in, he just doesn't look like the effective running back he used to be. Tony Pollard was much, much better when he was in there. Anytime Zeke was hurt, or really when they were both playing, he looked to be like the better running back. Mike Silver, who's been covering the league for a long time, according to his sources put out there, that Derrick Henry, Jalen Ramsey, and DeAndre Hopkins have all been shopped in recent days, which has had this market buzzing a little bit. Also, Jeffrey Simmons scrubbing his social media accounts of him in Titans gear and any affiliation with the Titans. Remember, A.J. Brown did that as well so I don't know if he's trying to follow down the same path that A.J. Brown went down also Bud Dupree there's reports out there that he's been cut will be cut I don't know but there is nothing official out there whatsoever in fact Bud Dupree took to social media and said wow I learned on Twitter and then he deleted it so I don't know if the Titans reach out and say whoa that's not we haven't said anything about that so That'll do it for us today. Enjoy this beautiful Monday. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. We'll talk to you then. Afternoon Stretch is next.